And it is Orlando City and Atlanta United that get us started here on Dulanis coverage of Major League Soccer in 2021. Referee Hyde Marufo gets us going here in the second 45 minutes of play. And it gives Pato that added responsibility of being alone up top as Guzan. He's giving it straight to Chris Mueller. Now Perea's first touch on it. He'll have his first strike as well, and it's straight at Guzan. But a bit of venom in that hit there from Andres Perea. They need to become a better team now in the second half. Nani now whipping in the corner. Free header for Antonio Carlos. It's his hands in his face. It's coming back, right? It's coming back. <laughs> yep. Success. It's also coming back. Yes. Well, certainly from Atlanta, Hope as Mendez slides in Mueller. Mueller scoring it for Alexander Pato. Takes an deflection at Guzan. Manages to hang on to it. Nearly marking his debut with a goal, Alexandre Pato, but denied. It's got to be the best play from Orlando in 72 minutes. That's a clear goal chance for Pato. He should have put that one away, Chris. You know, I don't, think, I don't think he hits the ball correctly. But that ball should have ended in the back of the net. Yeah, and fair play to Anton Walks for just getting a piece of it. Damn, we'll trot on. Ron Mueller, first time delivery there from Lennon in towards Scholl on the back post. Got something on it with his left, but not clean purchase. It's out for a goal kick. Square ball for Battle. Now Joseph. Ibarra coming through. Ibarra having a crack. Gaes is spilling the save. No one there to profit is rid there from Antonio Carlos. See the legitimate nerves in the face of Heinze and there is the full-time whistle. Lennon taking his time over it, and Hyde Marufo was full-time on this rivalry match that ends scoreless in the end after 90 minutes. It finished Orlando City nil, Atlanta United nil. It's time for the Orlando Lions Den podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jason JJ Jose. Today we're here with two because the other two, or I'm here with two. The other two actually, one's on the injured, got injured like Patsu, and the other one uh, is in La La Land at Disney like Nani was last night or yesterday against uh, Atlanta. So welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. Eddie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. This is good. At our, it's already started, man. We already we got the beefs flying already, and uh, I'm excited for this one. Um, I was good. Good to be in the stadium and everything. Good to be here too. Great to be in that stadium. Finally opened up. We were at 50 percent. What 11,500 and something were in that stadium. 
So that was about 50%. It was a sellout crowd for what we're allowed to have for COVID. And uh, hopefully in three more games, home games from here, we'll be at 100%. Cleon, what's happening? Man, it's all good, man. It was. It felt so good to be back in the stadium. Been five months. Man, five months too long for me. Um, I can't wait to us. I can't wait to us hundred percent. But but we had that fifty percent rocking for the most part. Um, missed it, man. Missed it a lot. Happy to be back. You awesome. know, screw it, Atlanta. It's great. But it's great. It was great <laughs> to see everybody. Yeah. In that stadium. Now, and can I say something about that? Races. Didn't, yeah. Didn't the 50% capacity look remarkably similar to when we were sold out before? Uh, <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember when they, they would announce, they were announce a sellout crowd or 18,000. Remember that? It looked just yeah. like the 11.5. But you know, it just you know as what? full as when we were bad two years ago. Something else that got me was uh, last Lying year when we were in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. It was supposed to be a 15% uh-huh. uh, capacity. It looked like yesterday's capacity. And they were at 50%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Uh, it's, they, a lot of these numbers, it wasn't, I don't even think it was 50% yesterday. I think it looked fuller than that. They just said it was 11. And when it was 15, it was like 40. And then when they used to say it was sold out or 23,000 announced crowd, remember that announced crowd? It was more like 11.5. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, let's go to our sponsors real quick. Tuga Landscaping, for all your landscaping needs, get with Tuga Landscaping. Uh, Accurate Mortgage, uh, if you have any uh, need for some loans, mortgage loans or anything like that, get with Leo Gonzalez, the Vice President at Accurate Mortgage Group, and he'll take care of all your needs. He'll get you the lowest rates. I know there's some low VA rates right now going on and everything, so get it before they skyrocket back up. And Eddie. We got Field Turf USA. Um, proud, proud to have them as our one of our sponsors again with this uh, Champions League. And most of the pitches, they have some influence in the pitches and the training facilities, and they probably will have the same influence in the Super League too. So glad they have such a super oh, sponsor. This, the Super League, which only has three. We countries have a super okay super super sponsor. Yes, yeah, super sponsor at the Super League. All righty, guys, <laughs> let's talk about Orlando City against the team from up north. The Atlanta Trashers. I mean, the Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Atlanta. Oh, whatever. United, whatever yeah. they're called over there. I mean, they they when they play, they have the Atlanta Falcons stuff at the stadium and yeah. Mercedes, uh, BMW, whatever. All right. <laughs> so uh, we go into the game. It was a tie game. Uh, very interesting uh, lineup that I thought. Um, Uri Rosell didn't even wasn't even dressed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janssen uh, came up to being injured, and we learned that, I think it was Friday or uh, Thursday, that Robin was not going to play. And then uh, Kyle Smith played on left back, not Andres Pareja, like I thought was going to happen. When he came um, in at half, I thought he was coming in at left back. I was like, <laughs> JJ! <laughs> and then uh, Otto uh, played more a little bit up. Uh, Tesho, I don't know. Uh, they were switching back and forth. But uh, interesting game. Um, very, I, I want to say we had our opportunities. I think we played better than Atlanta. Um, but I just felt like it was a zero, zero tie. They were both playing for a tie. And it was all played in the midfield area, the game. We did have an opportunity. I know Pato tried. He had four Atlanta 
guys on the ground or three or whatever. And then here comes Seba Mendez trying to score the goal. And it is, I think you should have led it for Pato. Pato would probably had uh, scored it. Um, and Urso kicked one uh, into the wall. And that was basically leave, it. I think. Leave us on. And, and then there was an inbound that passed from, I think it was Seba Mendez. Oh, Mueller. And then Pato comes in from behind and uh, tries to get it. And Guzan, the goose, basically just uh, puts his hand out and saves it. But fair enough, it was a tie game. We got a point out of it. Uh, I just feel like it was more of a playing in the midfield area. And uh, they were playing for a tie, both of them. Uh, Cleon, what's your thoughts on the game uh, yesterday? Yeah, it's, it's since those first game, it's, it's like – it's a little difficult to read because it's it's I don't know how much of it is Atlanta then with Atlanta being a completely different team this year. Um, I don't know how much of it was um, them being good defensively. I don't know if it was just a little bit of time. And to me, it seemed like, our, you know, our we're just very, very close on on, you know. Little minimal details like with, with timing and and things like that, trying to catch. Pato on that, you know, playing off somebody's back shoulder and, you know, the, maybe the pass just being literally two yards too long or, you know what I mean? Um, so we, we had, we had plenty of opportunities. Um, I shouldn't say plenty, but we, we had, we had some opportunities where, where we probably later in the season, we will be banging those in. Um, I was, I was a little disappointed, honestly, because, you know, I it just, you know me, I, I don't like to lose to Atlanta, bro. I just, I, I don't want to do it. We didn't lose, but we didn't win. So um, I want to beat the hinges off them boys every time I see them. Uh, but Joseph Martinez did not score. So, you know, all good in the hood. He got a haircut. Uh, he had his hair all basically taken off. I asked him, uh, I actually, he walked out of the tunnel, asked him if he wanted a rose. And uh, he just continued walking, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the security awesome. had to come up to me and tell me, hey, you can't be sick. And I was like, hey, uh, I was just asking if he wanted a rose. That was hey. <laughs> Eddie, your thoughts yeah. on the game? Well, look, I expected a slow start um, because this is our, our first match in – you know, this is our first match of the season. We've just been preseason matches. Atlanta's already played a couple, you know, important matches for them, but they're going to have more flow. They're going to, they're going to be more cohesive. And that, and that was obvious. We had some chances where just a lack of just clinical, you know, play cost us slow transitions, the passes on counters, a little behind, a little slow players in different spots, you know, and you're getting used to it. We were Tesho was being playing a striker. Pato was like, a 10 second nine kind of thing, you know, and, um, and then every, it, you know, you're just playing with, with new, new teammates. Nani's been out for a bit too, you know, so even yeah. Pato playing with Nani and stuff like that. And, uh, and who knows what, you know, how much Mendes, Mendes just got back too. Mendes and Nani just came back themselves. So there's going to be some cohesion um, issues with, with something like that. So I expected that Atlanta is, is uh, spent $16 million or so on the roster and they're, they're a better team this year. They're better coached and they have better players. And um, they got some of those players um, got some vital minutes last year. Some of them are still good. Um, and they uh, didn't even have their center back, their best, supposedly best one Franco, but you know, playing in this one. So who knows? I don't think a point against Atlanta is bad. I think they're going to be a good team. I put them, what, one spot behind us or so in our standings last week. 
So I don't think it's bad now. Did I, did I want to win? Of course. Did we did we have the better chances? Of course. Bato was a deflection from his own teammate away. I mean, that was like U7. Like when I coached my little my daughter's team, I was just like, we would do pretty good. We were we were always competitive because we were f- found out a way how to separate them because kids just flock together like a magnet to the ball. And that's what Sebas did to Pato. I'm not sure what he was trying to do there. It was trying to follow the rebound, but he went the wrong way, man. It blew that completely. And then um, and then Pato had a good shot. Mueller kind of skipped up the ball. It wasn't a great ball in. But um, Walks, I guess is his name, right? The, the defender from – Yeah, Anton Walks. Anton Walks put, put, got a little bit of just like his studs, his foot on it, deflected it enough to slow it down where Guzan, who turns into Manuel Nowhere when he plays us – you know, was able to make that stop. So, I mean, Bato was, was, was inches, you know, away from a brace and, uh, and another debut. And as Miguel Gallardo had said, I think he scored in all his debuts, but one now two. And so yet again, Orlando draws it's seven opening days, six draws, one win. The one win was the, the first, the first game against our, our NYC at home at the Explorer stadium, Kyle Lahren's goal and everything else has been a draw. So I do think JJ's right. I think that there was some there was some hesitancy to open up, right? There was a lot of let, let's. That was let's actually kind of... incorrect. 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 The uh, the first uh, game was not a uh, a win. It was a draw. It was Kakaz. No. No no, 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 no. No, he said was... Explorer. The first Explorer. Explorer. Oh, Explorer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Camp... I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were mm-hmm. talking about on a camp. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. all the camping worlds were ties, and then after that, yeah. one Explorer has been a tie. Yeah, and. Yep. Um, yeah, I do think there was some hesitancy a little bit to play for a draw, for sure. Uh, at some point, there, there was, you know, the Atlanta had did a good job of really getting us wide. They were attacking really wide a lot, and uh, it was giving us some problems at the beginning. And the press was giving us problems until they made some adjustments, added some numbers in the midfield. We were able to beat the press because, I mean, I, I get this whole playing out of the back thing, but sometimes it's a bit of a cult, man. Like, I, as an Arsenal fan, I've seen them play out of the back into a back pass, into a tap and go for the other team because they just adhere to the philosophy of playing from the back, you know? And sometimes you just got to just say, screw that and boot it. And a couple of times we almost got caught like that. Schlego got, remember, he got his. Oh, yeah, he almost, yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, in the box. Yeah, you know, the, you play from the back. It's beautiful, whatever. But um, so uh, we, we we made some poppy made some adjustments after that water break and we got a lot better but but and then we started creating some chances and and on another day I, we, we take that we win and also i want to say this team in the past would have lost this match like okay well, we didn't win it but we, we're not we're not a pushover and their mentality is better and under oscar that's what makes oscar's team so good is they always they get points they get one point they get three they, they find weird ways to win and they don't we don't he doesn't lose a lot and that, that's how you build up in the standings. I don't think ultimately at the end of the year or even in a couple couple of months, it's going to look like a bad a bad draw at home uh, against Atlanta. They're just they're pretty good and given the situation, it's not a it's not it's just disappointing. I wanted to win and we should have, but I'm not I'm not mad. I guess something that uh, I was watching uh, mm-hmm. yesterday was um, Brad Guzan mm-hmm. kicking it to the side all the time. I don't know if you guys noticed. He was kicking it to the side. And then at one point, Chris Mueller got saw that he was going to go to that side, went to the guy on the far right side mm-hmm. and took the ball away and came in. Mm-hmm. But what's to me is if you see – to me, Brad Guzan did not kick one ball straight down the middle. It was always yeah. to the side. Always. Yeah. Now, as a player or a coach, I would think that your players would get – wider 
yeah. not concentrate more in the middle, go wide because that's all he's doing is kicking those balls to the side. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mueller caught one and even took it back mm-hmm. towards goal and then he lost it. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you see him doing that, why don't why not do it? You know, why don't you yeah, spread your players and everything? And that was frustrating me because I mean, I saw that right from the first half. And we everything. were very narrow. We were very narrow all match. We were very narrow all match. That Nani was was cutting inside a lot to help with the midfield, and um, they it helped that he played on the right because Juan was able to provide some whiff. But when he's on the left, if he's cutting inside with Kyle Smith a left back, you have no offensive contributions or whiff from him. So, you know, it was it, it worked a lot better when Mueller being Mueller staying out wide on the left. It worked a lot better when they switched sides, in my opinion, you know, because we and, were so narrow all match. We're so narrow. And Juan, to me, looks like he's gotten a little slower. Uh, he, did, he There was one that he couldn't even the guy was with him the whole time. Uh, I don't know if the yeah, Atlanta yeah, he, he, fast or he, he just or he's getting a step a little bit uh, slower. I, I thought he penetrated and, and ran back a couple balls and penetrated just fine with speed. You know, I thought I thought that cross he played in into Perea was nice too. I think I think Perea, I think Huan had a I thought he had a good game. No, he had a good game. I just uh, I'm talking about speed wise. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like he, he he's lost a step or two yeah. to the speed that he used to have. I mean, Maybe. I mean, look at ball possession. We only had forty percent of the ball possession compared to Atlanta sixty yeah. percent. And if you look at the game, it, it, to me, it looked like we had more ball possession. You know, we we, we just had it in. We just we had it in better. Sorry, we had it in areas. better areas. I think. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Let's go and uh, talk about our debuts of the two guys, Vanderwater and Patu, and uh, how they did. Uh, I'll go first. Vanderwater to me, when he got subbed in, yes, it was late, but he showed me something brilliant. He showed me some nice footworks and nice uh, movement with the ball. And he schooled a couple of guys in Atlanta, but one of them actually went to the ground. And because he, he uh, when he kicked or when he was dribbling, he passed right by him. Pato, on the other hand, I don't know if it's because he was playing out of position uh, at the beginning. Uh he did. He showed signs of brilliance also, but didn't really, you know, I would have thought he would have been way better than what he was. Uh, but then again, uh, it is Patu, and Patu to me is, you know, we'll see how the rest goes. <laughs> but that's all I have to say. But, uh, Eddie, tell me about Vanderwater and Patu. Vanderwater, look, they look saucy, man. As they say in England, man's got tech. You know for sure he's got some some skills. He really wanted to be here, and he's an, he's an, I said it before. He's aggressive, man. He takes it to people. He's fearless, um, and I just want to make sure that he, he you know he plays within the team. Sometimes you get those wingers really want to show their metal, show who they can do. You know, and it's early early Ronaldo Man U. It's a lot of techers, a lot of stuff, and not you know can't, we need some end product. Maybe you know Ruhuan was over there overlapping. And he wasn't even looking his way. So I, I want to see it. I want to see him get more minutes and see how he plays within the team, you know. But, man, he's got some ability, and he's fearless. There, was, there were two or three people on him at times, and he was still able to, to be productive. And I'm very excited what he can do. I like his size. I like his speed. I like his – he's very quick. I'm excited about Vanderwater a lot. And with the, the rotations we're going to need to be doing, I mean, I can't see him really, you know, let loose for 90 minutes and see – see what he can do. I was excited about him uh, uh, for reals. And, and Pato, I think Pato was, um, I thought Pato was overall, 
if you watch Hitch, like his whole game in context, I thought he had a good debut. I think he was just a couple inches away from a brace. And, um, and uh, there were some moments that looked bad. And um, I think the way he plays is not, is not going to be aesthetically what Orlando City fans want. Orlando City fans want that face and they did this hustle. Sometimes hustle that's meaningless. Like, you know, like a, like a hustle for a press where you're not even close, that kind of stuff. Obviously, Pato seems like he, he's economical a little bit. He's a guy who's had some injuries. He seems economical in some of his movement. So I, I don't think I think until he starts scoring, I don't see him being like a like a fan favorite here. You know, they like hustle in, in Orlando more. And, and Pato looked like he didn't hustle at times. He's going to make it look lazy. And they're going to start nitpicking everything. Um, there were some some things I think he tried to pull off, but I think. Um, didn't work. This is the thing about MLS and about Americans generally in regards to football. Technique isn't quite there, but power and speed is generally there, right? So he tried a couple times to get play something off their back and turn, and he got stopped. He tried to take someone on, and they stuck a foot in, and it was a physical match. In the first half until we, we switched Tesho, we got Tesho out and put Andres Perea in. He, he was being man-marked by Santiago Sosa like crazy. Sosa was all up on him, you know, like PDA, like I mean, this was like no, you know, no, uh, you know, social distancing. He was like glued to him and he wasn't getting he wasn't getting the ball unless it was in the air. So he wasn't getting it to feet. He wasn't getting it to feet when space. He wasn't getting it in space. And when he was in space, you could see how he has like a cow factor. Where he just kind of glides where he, he passed out one. And then uh, that would give and go where we're um, with Tesho had a nice little you know, back heel to him. And then he fell on the ground. I mean, that was his dribbling in there was was just so nice. I was hoping he just let it rip, actually. But I think I think he grew into the game. I think just like Antonio Carlos last year, he maybe underestimated the MLS a little bit. Right. It was it was a little bit slow. And then, you know, as he, he grew into it in the match and as the league, as he continues to play, he'll, he'll gauge the speed and the physicality a little a little more, you know, a little better. And I think he's going to be he's going to be great. Hopefully he's, he's not hurt. Looked like he slipped on the ball. Is what I saw. I saw a replay. He slipped on the ball with the right foot. He just kind of went right over the, the top and then landed a little weird. And hopefully uh, that might be a little better than if he was just like a straight, weird, straight legged plant, you know, as you see where someone tears an ACL. So hopefully he's okay. He, he accepted his man of match award and whatnot. He came out. He wasn't right to the hospital. So I'm optimistic, but you know, Orlando city is like the CIA with this stuff. They, they don't tell you anything when it comes to injuries. Uh, before I go to Cleon, um, Going back to Patu, there were some moves that he did. Uh, there was one that he had the guy, and then he the ball was coming to him. He flipped it to the right, the ball, and he, but he he did get fouled. I mean, I think there's there's a couple that the ref uh, Jair Marufo did not call on him yeah. uh, that he did. I don't know, uh, Cleon. You said the one on the PK, the one that he got toppled down. I don't know if it was inside the box or it was on the other side by the wall. I was, uh, was he in the box? Uh, was that a foul? Did you guys ever see a replay on that? Cause I didn't. I saw, I saw the replays. It's, it's, you go 50, 50. Um, he definitely got pulled, but he also did a little bit of pulling himself. Um, so it's, it's one of those to where I don't think it was egregious. Like if, if they would have blew the whistle, I think it would have been warranted if they didn't. Mm -hmm. Then you they know, didn't. Nobody's gonna like, you know, nobody's gonna like riot about it either. It was, it was one of those 50 50 because it was contact coming from both guys. He definitely did get pulled down. Um, so 
usually, I would say, usually a, a, a lot of times with, you know, another referee, it probably would have been called. But that um, the, the official we had Saturday, he wasn't calling anything for anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was but that was but that was consistent. You know what I mean? So him not blowing that. Yeah. So him not blowing that whistle um, during that game, it was it was consistent with the way he had been calling the game. So it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Um, it definitely could have been called. And at some point you see one like that again, it definitely will get called. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't egregious. Let's put it like gotcha. that. All right. Cleon, tell us uh, about your, uh, what you thought about Vanderwater and uh, Batu debuts. I'll start, I'll start with Vanderwater since he wasn't in as long. Um, so it should be a little shorter. Um, he's my type of player, man. Dude's saucy, man. He's saucy. Like he, he's got, you know, he's got a little bit of swagger. He's got a little bit of attitude. You can see it. Um, I was joking with you guys on, on the, in our chat. I don't know if you guys, if anybody's heard him uh, do any interviews yet in English, but his English, he sounds like Zlatan when he talks. Like his his uh, English his his English accent, it sounds like uh, how how Zlatan speaks when he's speaking English. It's like he kind of gives me those types of vibes, bro. So, um, but yeah, he's he's you know he's he's got a little bit of show off to him, and you know I'm I'm here to be entertained, so I'm all for it. Um, those are my type of players, man. I like I like dudes like that. Um, yeah, he, he looks like he's got a lot of skill, um, skill on the ball. Uh, definitely doesn't seem like he's going to be afraid. Um, the same, the same things he was trying to pull off done during his little short stint here. Um, the same stuff you see in his, if, if you, anyone's looked up his highlight stuff from, from, uh, Netherlands, um, you know, so he, he's not afraid. He's not afraid of the league. Um. I think I think he's I think he'll you think he's gonna be people's gonna like him I think. Uh, right. Pato, with Pato, um, I think I don't know I think a lot of people don't know how he plays, <laughs> so it's like I, I think it's a little. A lot of what people are criticizing is, out of lack of familiar familiarity with with his style of play the way he plays. If you're used to seeing Tesho and Dom Dwyer and and uh, and Daryl DK for the past, or even Kyle Laren for, you know, our amount of time, this guy's not, he's not that type of, he's not that type of nine. He's completely different type of nine. Um, even Dom Dwyer, even though he's a small, small, small statured man, he tries to play like he's Daryl DK. You know what I mean? So a, a lot, we, we, I think we're used to seeing these big forwards and um, he, he's a finesse guy. He's not, he doesn't try to overpower. He doesn't do anything like that. So a lot of times, even in the situations where you see him lose a ball, if you go look up his highlights, any, I challenge anybody to go look at his highlights from AC Milan or wherever, even China. Um, you'll see him when he does lose the ball, he loses it the exact same way in these same type of situations. Um, the same way how you see Nani and Nani gets, gets the ball off to the side and he'll hold it for a little bit and he'll either pull it off or he'll lose it. And that's just something you deal with Nani. That's the thing with Pato. Like with Pato, he a lot of times what he does is he he pushes the ball ahead and catches up to it. Um, I've it's very unique to me. I haven't seen a lot of players play like that, honestly. But um, if you go and you look at his stuff from his 16 year career, that's what he does. Um, he he'll get the ball and he he'll kick it up ahead a good distance. Even even on the one where where um when he was in the traffic and he put all the guys on the ground, even with Guzan. And I think that's what happened with Sebas. 
the when the ball gets away from Pato like that, Pato knows where the ball is. Like that's what he does. He he'll shoot it out. He'll he'll knock it over there, and then he'll just run. He'll jump over guys. He doesn't dive a lot. Um, he jumps over contact. He doesn't really take the contact. He avoids the con. He's got really good feet, so he avoids contact a lot. Um, he's not a guy that runs straight into the contact or try to play you physical. He's very finesse. So um, even on even on a situation like that, to where Guzan's on the ball and he'll try to you know round the keeper, he won't keep the ball on his foot. He'll he'll knock it out. He'll kick it over there, then jump over a guy. He'll jump over the keeper and run up, catch it, and kick it in. That's what he does. Um, a lot of times he'll, you know, a lot of, I don't want to call it a dummy because it's not really a dummy, but um, even when he's, when he's like his holdup style is even like that. Like he'll, the ball will come and he'll just let the ball, if he catches it, he'll just come and he'll kick it out a good three, four yards away, run up and catch it. And that's, that's just the way he plays. Um, but I think it's going to take a, it's going to take a while for guys to get for, fans to get you and play and apparently his teammates too according to Sebas seeing what Sebas was doing but um it'll take a while for for us to get acclimated to this is what he does and this is how he plays and he's very effective at it the guy he scores goals wherever he's been whether he jumps around a lot or whatever he scores goals he's a goal scorer that's what he does um like Eddie was saying earlier he was literally two deflections away two slight deflections away from having a brace and no one's saying anything except for, Oh my God, Kato. I mean, Pato just opened up his account in MLS with a brace. Um, the first one where uh, Mueller sent it into the middle with that, um, that one was deflected off Anton walks. He got a little slight deflection It slowed it down, brought the trajectory down and, and Guzan barely stopped it. It almost got in behind him, but he caught it. Um, and then, the other one in the box, which is why I like the sign in the first place. Um, the way he's able to handle the ball in tight pressure and in, in small spaces like that, um, in all the traffic. And you see, he just put, he literally put three guys on the ground. You know what I mean? He, that's, that's how he is. He, he's very good with the ball in those type of little space situations. And like Eddie said, he's not a guy that's going to go out there and look like, and he's not going to look like he's playing hard. Even when he does score and he's doing these things, makes a great assist. He's not going to look like he's doing very hard. He's like you were spot on when you said he's he's like Kaka, to where now I mean Kaka, a lot of times he does look like he's running hard, but at least in his prime, um, mm. but where he just has that glide, you know what I mean? And Pazzo, that's how he plays. Um, he's very calm. He's very just calm, cool, and collected when he's with when he's on that ball, um, even in traffic. So. Um, for me, he 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 had a he looked dangerous, man. He looked dangerous. It's just not in the usual ways we are used to seeing our strikers look dangerous. We're used to guys just knocking people over, and you know what I mean, being very physical because that's what we've had. Mm-hmm. We haven't had these little, small, my boy Rudy Diaz type of <laughs> type of forwards. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. these guys work. Um, even Joseph Martinez, he's the same way. Um, mm-hmm. Martinez, uh. Rudy, Rudy Diaz and and all these type of guys, these little forwards, even Chicharito, as we saw today, with you know he had a brace. Um, we just have to adapt to the type of forward we now have. Mm-hmm. This is not Daryl DK. This is not Dom Dwyer. This is not Kyle Laren. So, you know, we're not going to see that. It's a different style, and we have to adjust and realize what we're looking at. 
Yeah, Dan, uh, that's all. That was great, uh, Clint. Good breakdown of it, and give some examples of that. That very, the stuff you're talking about. You saw where several times he was trying to sort of do hold up, not in the diff- not in the way where he actually held it up. Passy, he mm-hmm. tried to essentially let it run behind. Yeah, get it, and then let does. it run, and then he, it, they they stuck their foot in, and it didn't work out. But you see that he that's how he plays. He was he was trying to do that one time passes and stuff like that. He's not. He's not gonna. It's not, we're not gonna Barnsley him or just like kick it at his chest, and he's gonna hold it down. And you mm-hmm. know what they were trying to do with Tesha, which Tesha didn't do very well at. And yeah, uh, um, yeah and uh, exactly. And then I think if you look at when when Mendes almost right before he runs into Bato, the Bato's here. The ball is like a little to his right behind of his behind his right foot. Right, it almost looks like you know, like Mendes is gonna run into it and then set it up a shot. But Bato knew what he was doing, you know. But yeah, it exactly. Just, it looked like he lost the ball behind him. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying. It looks like he lost lost the ball, but he's he's not. Yeah. If you go yeah. look at look up, go look up Andre uh, Alex Pato and look at all this stuff. That's this is what he does. That's yeah. how he controls the ball. And, and he's guys, clearly done that before. Yeah, it's almost like an elastic kind of like Velcro grip to it. You know, like they could pull it. And if you look at the best, the biggest players in the world, best players, players who are technical, they do not run all the time. This is an American concept, MLS, where you just everyone's just always pressing and hustling all the time. Ronaldo, Messi, not saying that he's any of those guys. Those guys, Mohamed Salah. These guys barely move. Except, you know, they barely do anything until they, they get the bar. It's in the area. Uh, you, really. Well, Zlatan's really a good example, too. Yeah, Zlatan's Zlatan a good Ramovich. example. He yeah. just he, – he doesn't run. He can't run. He's 40 he's yeah. one years old. Yeah, no, but no, he's it, still it, technical and knows how to but where to place the ball and do everything. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to see more of that with Pato. Pato's not going to press someone into – I don't know. People get this idea that, that – I mean, the press is useful. You need to do it. But the, the one time, one match, Andres Perea, who's 20, who could press, you know, it gets Guzan to kick it out of bounds – Every, you know, they're like, oh, press. I mean, that's fine. But but I'd rather have Pato reserve his energy and not do some, you know, let them have the ball, the center back have the ball to ping it side by side, use his energy for a burst for scoring. That's what he's there for. So you just as you need to learn. It's a different style. He comes from, he's Brazilian. He comes from, he's been playing in Italy most, you know, a lot of his career. He plays a little differently. And uh, Cleon, the great, fantastic breakdown of that. And the more, now that you heard that, when you watch Pato's next game, you can see exactly what Cleon is saying. Uh, yeah, as, and watch, and watch how many times you'll see, even like how, like Daryl DK, he'll run through contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pato, he's complete, even even Don Dwyer, he runs into contact. He's looking for mm-hmm. him. Um, Pato, he, he, he runs, he'll run into it. He see, if he sees you diving, he'll kick the ball off to, let's say he'll just kick it up ahead or kick it off to the side, jump over the contact, or try to run around it and then just catch it to the ball. Like next time you see him watching him play, or even if you just want to go look up some of those stuff, look, mm-hmm. this is what he does. That's how yeah. he plays, and and eventually we'll all get used to it. So, yeah, Nani does the same he, thing, which is why. You, yeah, Nani does the same thing. Those guys are trying to do something where we're used to like, oh, it's a physical. You hold it up and you just pass it to the nearest person. You know, like you ever you ever playing if you're playing FIFA, you, you're trying, you're kind of looking for a pass. You're looking for something and it gets taken from you. That's kind of how those guys play. So when they lose the ball, it gets a lot of criticism between Nani and and uh, and Pato. They're going to lose the ball more than you, you want them to lose the ball. It's just the yeah. way they play. It's a trade off. They're gonna they're gonna pull stuff off that other people do not pull off because they hold the ball that long, because they can. And that's the trade off. It's Brett Favre is Brett Favre because he threw in the traffic sometimes. 
you know, you, you, you guys want, you know, sometimes the fan base was once Alex Smith once Dean can dunk five or six yards, but this is not how these guys are. That's not why we brought them. Oscar, Ricardo and Muzi, they know who they are. They, they don't, they don't care if they're as tidy as you want them to be. They want them to be themselves. They want Nani to take that pass, take that shot. And they want Pato to try to run around somebody. That's why they brought him. Listen, I think this is the first game. Mm-hmm. First game. And with the lineup, without Mauricio, mm-hmm. without uh, Jean Montigno, without Robin Janssen. I mean, you had three starters that weren't even playing. Now put maybe, Mauricio. Maybe four because Yuri starts all the time. Correct. Yuri. Now, now put Mauricio in there dishing those dimes into Pato. Yeah. And who, who has a different – you had no number 10 yesterday. Yeah. There yeah. was nobody really to dish the ball to there was Pato. no connection from the back to the so, front. And something frustrated me at the game yesterday. Fans. Mm-hmm. Fans frustrate me. Yeah. We know. I had fans behind <laughs> me. I yeah. had fans behind me. If you don't know about soccer, don't talk about it. That's one thing <laughs> I got to say. Okay. Uh, they were complaining about Nani. Okay. Uh, Every time Nani had the ball, pass the ball. Pa- Listen, who is he passing it to? Yeah. And yeah. Then, <laughs> I'm like, who do you want him to pass it to? I felt like turning around and telling there him, was a break- who do you yeah. want to pass it to? There's nobody he can pass it to. He has to dribble until he finds somebody. Yeah. JJ, you there know? was a counter. They hit it to Mueller and they're like, go, go. I counted it. There was seven Atlanta players within, you know, uh, there was the four back line, uh, uh, the, the four in the back line, and then three guys. And then then here comes Urso trying to get close to Mueller. Like, where was Mueller going to do with it? You know, you can't. It's like, go, go, people go, go, don't go. understand. There's <laughs> tactics to this game. Yeah. You know, like I said, it was more of playing in the midfield because it looked yeah. like they were playing for a tie, both of them, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. They didn't want to. They didn't want to screw up. If somebody screwed up, it would have been a goal, and it would have been a whole different story. Then you had to yeah. open up the game, either Atlanta or Orlando, and you'd have more goals scored. They were playing tight. They were playing parking the bus, basically. Okay, oh. one parked the bus on one side, the other parked the bus, and we're playing in the mid area. If something gets through, then it gets through. But that's what they did. People don't understand this game, and I just felt like turning around, and I, mm. I, I was like, man. Who is he going to pass the ball to? And then he he would pass it, and the, the person loses it, or Atlanta gets in there. Yeah, they're 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 covering, they're they're blocking the lines. There you go. What do you want? That's soccer for you. And yeah. then they were ah, get him on the bench, get him on the bench, bring in Benji. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bring in Benji. What's Benji going to do? He's yeah. going to move to a different position, and now you got a different. So it's like 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 Benji. Even, like, like Benji could pass anyways. Yeah. Like, I love like, Benji, man, but passing is not what he does. <laughs> my main thing is these people, uh, and you're talking about the fan base they, about Pato mm-hmm. and Cleon hit it right on the spot, you know, and explained what type of striker he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And people won't understand that. Well, now, he now another, there's no excuse, JJ. They heard the podcast. Yeah, we told them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But the, the thing is, is, People are still going to find ways, you know? Mm. I, I mean, it's everything was Pato around me. I don't know how it was with you guys. But mm. around me at the stadium was Pato. And everybody was like, I need that. I need that. I'm like, dude, what can Nani do? He's trying to play everything. He's trying to yeah. play number 10 to the right, play the right, play the left. The guy's everywhere. He's even yeah, running he played back a lot. to defend. 
Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say that. He did a lot of defending uh, he did. Saturday, bro. Way more yeah, than I've seen him. He put like a good people... shift in Nani work. Way more. Track Way more than you've seen him. and Mueller. Mueller, too. Mueller and Nani work. Mueller, also. Off. Mueller, Mueller, was Mueller back. a lot of oh times he does. But Nani, I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many course. times. I could count on one hand the amount of times I've seen Nani do But the, the, the way the, – yeah. As narrow as we were and as how wide they were, because, I mean, their fullbacks were up. I mean, Lennon and and, and – uh, What's the left back's name? I just forgot his name. Um, from Atlanta, whatever. Um, Bello, Bello, Bello. Yeah, yeah. I was just ah, mixing up the row with the other guy. Um, no, oh, Bello, they were. That's, that's they who, were both high up. That's there. who was on that side with uh, Juan, by the way. Was yeah, yeah. Bello. He's pretty fast. He's pretty fast. Yep. Yeah, Bello. Bello's he's faster. Not yeah. He's not Juan fast. He's not Juan fast, but he's. He's got decent speed. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's it called? So, I mean, dude, they were so wide, and then Nani and Mueller got worked hard. And, and, and then it, after the water break, Nani dropped into the midfield a lot to connect it, and he was doing a great job of connecting it and actually creating some chances, you know? Because before that, we were just stuck in our own half. We, it was just long balls or passing it to Kyle Smith, passing it to the other team or, or, or whatever, you know? It was just – it was – we had no cohesion. Thankfully, Nani – you know, but it had, you know, had Nani, uh, Nani's ability to go and do that and help connect things. But imagine if Mauricio was there, Mauricio would be doing that and Nani could do Nani stuff. Nani has the ability to do, to do that role, but the Mauricio drops deep all the time and would have gotten that, you know, would have made that happen. It just, Mauricio it, it, makes so, makes this close, makes our team work so much differently. And John Moutinho and Uri, too. I'll yeah, be saying Uri, Uri also, Uri Rossell. Also, because he knows how to he he knows how to control that ball, and he's got a range of passing from anywhere. And he, he yeah. knows the, the passing. He knows how to do it. Mauricio up front. I I'm sorry, but we were missing those players. And for us to have a draw against Atlanta United with Leandro Lopez, I know he's old, but he's a great player, and he lost a lot of weight. I didn't even recognize him. He used to play for mm. FC Porto and everything mm. in in France. But I mean, and then you bring in Joseph, and you really shut him out too. You really didn't give the man any chance. Yeah, when he got his head on that ball, I was going to be like, if he scores, it's going to be a riot in here. <laughs> My but, goodness, yeah. I thought. but, I mean, for us to come out with the point, I'm very happy, especially with almost a quarter, maybe half of a team that was hurt and not playing uh, our, yeah, yeah. our starters. So and that, that's, that also, exp- that's also Atlanta's That's also Atlanta's third competitive match. You got to remember, they're in CCL as well. So, um, they're actually they should like, be jelling. Games- yeah, they're mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. They're three. They're three games in at this point. They're three games deep. And this is our first one. Um, this is our first. And like I said, happy. Nani Nani's been out since the beginning of preseason, based since we Me- way yeah. back in Mendes uh, too. At, yeah, Mendes has been out. Like Benji hasn't been here. Correa mm-hmm. hasn't been here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Vanderwater Correct. just got here. No, yeah, he exactly. Play I much, mean, but he just to, got here. to be playing this way and to mm-hmm. have a tie against Atlanta, zero goals. Yeah, I'm happy with this time. Yeah, how, how much they did Vanderwater and Andres Perea and Sebas Mendes play together? You know, like, and we, we still, yeah. we still are able to, to get production out of it. So, absolutely, man. I mean, if you if you're down after this, I don't I don't understand. Like, as a you know, like for our prospects for the year, that you should be bullish. You'd be like, you know what? Look at what we had out there. Look at the circumstances, and we should have won this. And we're not going to lose a lot of game matches, folks. We're just not. Unless some catastrophic thing happens, this team is just overall too solid. We have a goalkeeper like Pedro, and then Schlego and, and Carlos holding it down there, and then Jansen comes back. You know, Carlos, too, man. What a beast. I mean, he's top five center back in the league already. I mean, he's been – he was good. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. He's good. He, he really is. 
Well, talking about catastrophic. Hot sauce. Huh? What are you saying? Catastrophic. We're going to talk about Patu and his injury. Patu. That's uh, how you say it. Okay. Patu. 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 Okay. Not Patu. I don't want anybody on uh, Twitter going off on us for saying the yeah. names after we heard, five years. We heard Pato, Pato, Patu, Patuti. It was all kinds Patu. of names. It's <laughs> Patu. Okay. Patu. So Patu uh, goes down. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Eddie, on your uh, talk about it, the Patu's debut. <laughs> Hopefully it's not bad. Um, and I've uh, I've had my ACL and meniscus uh, torn, but I wasn't able to pop up like he did and able to walk like he did when I messed up my ACL playing soccer. Uh, so I personally think it might be week to week. Um, but now my question is, if he is out for a long period of time, who takes a spot? Because Tesho to me yesterday looked like he was just thinking about his degree that he just got uh, for his master's. JJ. So, JJ. Uh, yeah. JJ. When, 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 is, when is how Tesho play ever affected his playing time? Oh, that's true. Ever. Good point. That's a very- we, we, don't say we didn't warn you guys. You know what I mean? We, we, literally, we literally said it in the season preview. He's going to start just because. I think Oscar started. made a deal. Say, look, look, Tesho. And Oscar look, loves him. Yeah, Tesho. He said, Tesho, I'm going to take you off at half, but you will start the next three. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tesho's like, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. So then Tesho's going to start the next one, in other words. Yeah. yeah. Give him another run out there. So, so what do you guys think about Pato's injury? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Or right. Eddie, either, either or. Go ahead, yeah. Eddie. I, all right. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's I don't think, he, you know, I think to be safe, we're playing on Friday. We're going to travel. Uh, I don't I think the expectation should be that he won't make it this one. He'll be back for the next match, hopefully. But I don't I don't think we see him on Friday. You know, they're going to re- according to Julia Poe, they're going to reevaluate him tomorrow. And then, you know, just I mean, just a f- few more days. He's got to fly out to, to Kansas City. A whole different thing, you know. That's not ideal. So it's thirty, you know, thirty-three games, thirty-three matches left. I think we see no no Patu this uh, this Friday, and hopefully it's week by week. But the fact that he he popped up and was able to walk around and get his man of the match and all that stuff, it means I don't think it was a ACL uh, or anything like that. Maybe it's just a strain. And uh, if it we'll was right. a, if it was an ACL MCL, you would have heard it already about it. Yeah, already. Mm, I mean, you sure about that? Oh, yeah. again, yes. It's CIA bro, Orlando I'm, City. Bro, Dom Dwyer. OCKGB. <laughs> bro, Dom Dwyer blew out like two knees and had like two surgeries and we didn't hear about it yeah. for the next season. Yeah. I mean, we can't even Good get point. a lineup half Good an point. hour before they, the match now. It's, it's I mean, literally, it's... literally, they treat injuries like it's a nuclear codes, bro. It's sound like, <laughs> like they, I don't understand it. I do not understand it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what they, what, you know, they, whatever, look, if, Poppy thinks it make, gives him a competitive advantage, then, then I'm fine. But uh, you, do you think, Cleon, do you think he, he travels this Friday? SKC? I don't, uh, they probably won't. They probably won't. Just out of, even, even if it feels like he can't, they probably, I mean, he can't play. They'll Gosh, probably hold him out. Yeah. Just because that's, that's what they do. I don't, <laughs> so see, I don't see him playing Friday. Yeah. And who, who starts? Yeah. I'm going to say. Just for It'll the giggles, Tesho. I'm saying Tesho, Tesho is going to start again. This is not even for giggles. It's it's fact, bro. This Tesho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tesho. You, JJ? Tesho. Huh? Tesho. Tesho. Of course. <laughs> I mean, 
And then, uh, I'm a, where's Alvarado? Alvarado, you know, there's been rumors he might go on alone. We'll see. Oh, but okay, uh, because, where, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, sure where, but you know, the it's uh, just funny because he was liking our posts on Instagram or pictures. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's my picture. buddy. That's my buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I, yeah. When he when he got here, I sent him a little message. He, he's nice. Well, when they were oh. when they were taking when they were taking pictures, uh, you know how they post pictures of uh, you know, uh, pregame and stuff when people are showing up to the stadium. He was he was there. Yeah, yeah. He's he's but listed we, as on loan, but who knows? Yeah, he's listed on loan, and you know, but he's whatever that is. He's not there yet. And there was a a debut in the eighteen for Michael Holiday. We need a backup fullback. Since, yes. You know that'll be Kyle Smith's spot once once Joao is back, and uh, but for now he, he, we needed some. Uh, we had a debut for Rio Hope Gund and uh, Gund and uh, Michael Holiday in their first first eighteen. They didn't see any minutes. Mateus I saw about forty five seconds, and uh, <laughs> and then that was that was about it. That was it. Joey Desart was there also on the eighteen, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, David Lorea, David Lorea, yeah, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, who was it? I saw Raul. I talked to him, mm-hmm. and he, he waved right back at me. So, but mm-hmm. those guys, I mean, we got we do got a, an, uh, a lot of players, so mm-hmm. it's gonna work out. All right, guys, let's go to our studs and duds for this uh, week. Uh, Cleon, let's put you first. Who's your stud and who's your dud? Mm. Studs really hard, man. Are. Studs really hard. Let me go. We really didn't have any duds either, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I'm going to go dud. I'm going to go Tesho. Oh, he took mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah, agree that was the dud. Oh, great. Go we're, we're all agreeing. I'll, I'll, give my stud, I'll give my stud to I'll give my stud to Nani just for all the defensive effort he put in. I'm not used to seeing that from you, Cap, so, you know, good on you. Okay. Yeah. All right, like JJ, JJ said, Nani was hungry this year. He got those nice, nice snaps of him in the tunnel. Those are good, yeah, man. You like those yeah, people. and uh, yeah, Nani, Nani looked ready, and he put in a good shift. And I thought, I thought he changed the match, helped us out. I thought we were we were under some pressure there until he got into the midfield, and he did a lot of good work. Yeah, he's, occasionally he's gonna hold it on, hold on the ball too long, and all that stuff. And I honestly, I think the fan base needs to get over it for the most part. Most of the stuff he, 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 he does is, is, uh, is good. Not every miss, not every pass that doesn't come off is really his fault either. You guys, you, you guys, the guy who passed the rain Rooney and to all these players, you, you think maybe he might see a run that the other player didn't see? Like, is it always Rudy, his Ronaldo? Fault? Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these guys, like maybe when he point, he hits the ball somewhere and he goes to the guy like, Hey, Maybe maybe now he knows what he's talking about, so it's not always on him. But yeah, occasionally he needs to like you needs to not fall so easily and dive like he does every match, and then pass the ball a little bit. I don't want him to be Mister Tidy. If you want Tidy, put in Joey Desart or something. I want him to take chances, and there's only there's some passes that only he can make, and that's part of the trade off, and it's well worth it in my opinion, especially when he puts in a shift like that both ways, you know. Yeah. So Nani was up there for me. I thought um or you know Urso. Got himself in dangerous positions, but he, you know if he gets get that on frame, that'll be helpful. But I mean, he's a useful player. I thought Sebas Mendes. I think our two best chances started because Sebas Mendes. He, he won the ball high quite often. He, he was physical. You know, he returned a lot of physicality back to Atlanta. There was one where they roughed up everybody, didn't get a call. Then like Sosa got the ball, and then Sebas just ran him over. And that stuff sets the tone. You know, I like that about him. And his passing was progressive and forward, penetrating the ball to. 
to Pato, which he, he missed, and then he passed it back to Mendes, and then he pulled off the back heel. For the first time ever, the man pulls off a back heel, and then he blocks the goal. And that then. Resulted. And then. And then, and then cleared he, it. Then, yeah, then he blocks the goal. And then cleared it sure. out of bounds. Yeah, and then to make sure he sends it to the lemonade stand, you know. <laughs> and so I mean, of all the guy finally pulls off a back heel. I thought he did well. I thought uh Mueller Mueller had uh, some moments, you know, a couple passes late here and there, but I thought he put in a good shift and was dangerous. He got hacked. They should have given him the yellow to Lennon and to Mulraney or whatever for hacking him to death and like infringement. Good, good lord. Tahuan was dangerous. Carlos is steady. And for a second, when somebody tried to chip Pedro. For that, the moment the guy tried to chip, I was like, I got, I got Brian Rowe like flashbacks. I was like, oh, and then I looked and it was Pedro. Pedro not only did it, Pedro was so chill. He was offended by it that he chested it down and started juggling. He chested it down, bro. He chested it down. Pedro was like, you're Brian, to chip. Brian Rowe you're would to never. Chip. Yeah, you're trying to chip me, please. So, um, Pedro was 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 solid, and I, you know, but yeah, there wasn't there wasn't any dud uh, at all, and I think some people had better second halves. And, you know, I thought Pato had a better second half. I thought uh, Mendez and Ursula did too. And I think Kyle Smith had a better second half. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, that's it pretty much. So who's your, no, who's no, your stud? The whole team? Oh, oh, the studs? No, yeah. <laughs> I, I did comment on too many. But they, they were – look, everybody was pretty good. If I had to pick uh, – I'm going to pick two. I'm going to say Sebas and Nani. We'll say that. All right. Sebas and Nani. Yeah. So, you guys ready for my dud? We said it was Tesho. All of us yeah, agreed on that. Yeah. My stud. Show me the money. Oh, he counted. Kyle Smith. I mean, this guy has <sighs> 87% pass rate. Okay. I mean, he just uh, – two crosses came in. One of them was actually not bad. Uh, 65 touches. This guy, not a left back. Remember, not a left back. He's more of a right back. He came in and he showed what he can do and play on that left side. I'm happy. We have a good backup left back in Kyle Smith. Yeah, well, look, uh, this whole Kyle Smith oh. thing, in my opinion, has jumped the shark a little bit, okay? Why? There's always a there's always a player who, with like two years ago, Chris Mueller, where we kind of have – we kind of get, in, you know, enchanted by hustle and hard, and we have low expectations. It's and one as game. long as they meet that – as long as they he meet was that – He was bit, a stud in that game. It's been like this for since last year. As long as he he's like above replacement, he doesn't he's not a liability that much. We're happy. Kyle Smith's the kid who you put in right field. Who as long as he doesn't you know drop the ball and stuff, you feel pretty good about it. And if he gets a hit or makes a catch, you're like, wow, good job, little Johnny. You did good. So you know he he he. Someone, you're telling me just because. He, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The eighty-seven percent oh. of that. The any the eighty-seven percent. Those numbers are fine. There's nothing wrong with the number of clearances. You can point at all that stuff, but it matters how and when and where. 87% of that was passing it to Antonio. You know, how many of those were back to Schlegel or Antonio Carlos? How many forward progressive passes did he complete? Not very many. He said it himself. He, he needed to, to get better making some, some passes forward. And then we, he per, attacking wise in the, in, the, in the half, I mean, literally nothing in our half. And any contribution of note whatsoever. Poppy's had a habit of, of, of where in the past with Dallas, he would send one fullback up. It felt like we were doing that because we, we had a back three for, for a while. Anytime Huron was up, Kyle was just in, in our half the whole time. He was fine. I think he settled down and had some good moments, but you'll see him like 
let a ball go out of bounds and shield a guy and the crowd will go crazy or slide tackle on a lazy pass. And that's the part of the game, crazy. Eddie. That's yeah, part fine, of the game. But that's, those are things you're supposed to do. It's not like, it's not like special is what I'm trying to tell you. What's, and, what, uh, what's special that he's supposed to do? We're supposed go to do score is, a goal as a left back. No, and leave, no. Like, leave it open. Like come, they hit, hit someone's feet and like create a, create a chance or hit someone in, you know, where they're actually he's running a left forward. Back. He's not a mid. Don't, don't pass he's it back to Pedro. Don't, don't everyone's, I, I heard a peripheral butt clinch of that lazy back pass to Pedro. We got, he got bailed out on. And then for a while, there was a 20 minute stretch where he got picked on by Atlanta over and over and over again. But he they, stopped yeah, but they him score? every time. No, they they, no they, but he stopped no. him every time. He did not stop him every time. Just, they were, they, yes, man, no. they almost scored a goal if it yes, was he did, Eddie. Yes, putting he his did. feet they out almost, there. They diving. almost scored a goal. Yeah, Mendes, there was one where he, Bro, he literally where he blocked, got cut He inside. literally blocked a shot, not Thank his you. man, by the way. He blocked uh-huh. someone else's man so shot. So did Urso yep. and Mendes block shots goal. of Kyle. Okay, so, so it's okay for Urso and Mendes, bad. He, but not Kyle Smith. Nobody's saying, but that makes – huh? What? <laughs> That's it. It's okay and, for Urso and Mendes, but not Kyle Smith. No, but Urso, Urso, Urso got – Urso became Urso got a shot off in the box, got his head on a ball. Made he, do you remember that ball that Tesla went attack, over the top? Bro. That's no, but remember, that's Urso should be there. You asked me a question, you got to answer. Let me answer. Urso <laughs> got a ball over the top to Tesha when Tesha went out to the left. That was positive. But, but Sebas won the ball. Did it? There was one where 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 Kyle Smith was giving him too much space because they were smoking him. The guy cut inside. Kyle. Like seems like he almost never got Urso goes and Urso and Mendes. Yeah, Urso and Mendes. No, one time he did in the box. One time he did. He had two fouls that he committed in the 18 yard, in the 18 yard area. And then he cleared it away. Wow, my gosh, that's like saying that's like saying you lost your wallet and you find it. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. Schlegel did a foul or Antonio Carlos. They're defenders, you know. He's a left back. They're gonna foul. They're gonna gonna foul. But okay, you guys are literally your argument is that a left back is going to foul. But my argument isn't that he made a foul. It's where that's this is this is next level beyond the surface. So if he would have where if the guy you made a foul, went one on one only one. He, he had two fouls. He had <laughs> yeah. two fouls. He had two fouls. Two dangerous free kicks, free kicks. Both of them. No yeah. one. There was one dangerous free kick. The uh, other the other foul subjective. he had that was way up by it was way up by the, by the side. The the one he had one dangerous free kick that was the first one. And okay. after he committed that one, he's the one that cleared cleared away the danger. After wow, he did. Uh, he, took his own, so he took his own garbage out. By he, the he way, dropped, that's what he, he's he never to do. What do you want him to do? Let him score? Nobody ever no, took the ball I'm just away saying, from him. Either. Don't commit that foul. Don't commit that foul. And the, if he there was committed, then what? You guys, he had seven clearances. Seven what? clearances. That that seven clearances, it depends on what the clearances are. Sometimes, Bro, sometimes if were, you get five of them you, were headers. Are you five of are them you, were headers? That is fine. Okay. What does that have to that is good? Here's what he's box. supposed to do. So now a defender's allowed to foul. So you just said defender, that's what he's supposed to JJ, do. Are you gonna let me talk? A defender's <laughs> supposed to foul, is allowed to foul because that's what defenders do. But then you're praising clear header clearances. We're supposed to do that's how many what a of defender's those supposed to do. Um, exactly. Then why are you praising it? You, you're you're you're, going, crap, you're playing both sides of the fence. And how many of those corners? How do we? How many of those corners? Johnson. How do we crap on Johnson for not clearing away headers and giving up all you know, these set pieces? Hey, do you know, and then, you and know and how many clearances Antonio Carlos had? Then be mad that Carlos is clearing them away. Who cares? You think and well, as what a is, defender? 
that just means they kicked it in Kyle Smith's area. Jeez, like, what does that matter? That this is like you're saying when you hit a corner, if they if they're focusing on an area and you clear it, supposed to clear it. Yes. Like, what does that but matter? He's a defender. Is, is, what does that matter? Like, Nani, how many clearances? Nani had more clearances than than Carlos had. Does that mean Carlos had a bad match? This is a dumb conversation. So, the, the, what happened? The, the what there was times where but Nani was, is a different player than what. <laughs> But he I'll had clearances on corners. I counted at least three Nani clearances. So we're gonna we're gonna praise him for for clearances, right? Okay. So the the there was times where there were several times, and I'm talking about a 20 minute sp- stretch where they the um the left winger Montero, whatever his name is, came in, cut to the right, and had had far post headers that were just inches mm-hmm. away. That Kyle Smith happen, lost bro. his guy several it didn't times. Happen. Absol- it never absolutely happened. fact happened. Yes, it, it never did. happened. He, ne- he never sent a cross in, Cleon. Really. The left bro, never had across far post. Bro, there were two. There were two. two. Yeah, one that one that I broke. Like I literally had to go back because we had this big argument. So I literally had to go back and rewatch the game, and I was literally tracking this. I was and one was accurate. It. I was literally tracking it. He had it, two. There were two it's a positive crosses. for him. One one where where a guy got to the byline and just crossed it. It was just a it was a nothing cross. It just. He kicked it straight out of the box. It, it went nothing. It, was, it wasn't even dangerous. There was one, and besides that, the, the winger got one cross-off. Which winger game. are you talking well, about? The whole first half. Which winger are you talking I'm not about? Sure if it was, I'm not, what do you mean, which winger? What which winger are you talking about? Which winger are you talking was, about? Uh, There's two wingers. 11. Which side is that? What do you mean? The one on his side. What do you I, mean? That, I we're just need to We're having a conversation. You're not paying attention. Brooks Lennon. The left you, winger. Brooks Lennon is the fullback. We're, we're, like, we're not. I said the what left winger did, several did Barker times do anything? hit bro, a far post cross bro, where Kyle. But that's not true is what left I'm telling you. And that's then Brooks true, Lennon. It's Brooks not Lennon. true. Yes, it is. Brooks Lennon. Brooks hey, Lennon. Guys. guys. Hey, hey, guys, the game was recorded. No, it's on tape. Did Barco do anything? Did Mulroney do anything? That whole side. It didn't happen, Eddie. No, they attacked the right for a while. They, guys, you guys. Yes, are, they did, guys, and they did not succeed. This is. I'm. I feel like I'm arguing. You guys. Okay, <laughs> listen here. Okay, bro, you, it's in you your can, head, bro. I'm telling no, you. No, it's not in my head because you on video. Anyone, anyone who just watches the TV angles and doesn't see anything with their eyes. You sit ground level behind the goal. You don't. Bro, it's see on everything. TV. Who cares That's about part of it. It's on TV. You don't. Eddie. It's only part of it. They're the right, 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 Fast forward. This is, all right, all right, no, this is. Right. This guy's got right. the. This guy's got the film where he could zoom in fast. He could. He could zoom into players. <laughs> this guy, Cleon's got the only all film. Right. Look, right. this is this is the breakdown, guys. Guys, why does he? Why does he think? Why does he think sitting sitting up in in. The second level of <laughs> of whatever north side of the stadium and in the end section is better than someone's angle section. on TV. Hey, because like, it doesn't because, make sense. Yes, because no one who watches any film of any sports uses Eddie, do the you TV really think film. You have a better view than TV? no. I said earlier the TV really? catches some stuff I don't, but other and then there's stuff Bro, I catch on, that the man. TV is. All right, guys. The t- no, right, no, Georgia. Right, no, right. we're not. No, because 
the, the, the way the way the way the TV shows is it shows the entire the all film the coaches watching any sport is the entire field just because someone doesn't launch a cross off doesn't mean he didn't beat his guy it perhaps i don't know if you guys can get this in your head perhaps he had nobody to pass it to you can beat your guy you can create space you could have your guy on skates but there's no one to pass it to even Atlanta's own analysis was that Lennon and Mulvaney, who had plenty of opportunities, had plenty of the ball, got open, but they had no one to send it to. Little old man Lopez was being covered by our top five center back, Antonio Carlos. Other people were in the way. So just because you don't have a stat resulting from that play doesn't mean that the, the defense was good by that particular player on that play. That's how you watch a sport, not you pick out a stat when someone could smoke someone, nobody could be there and he doesn't pass it. That is no stat you can refer to in any capacity. And why the hell would the TV even bother looking at it at that point? There's the difference. Stat, That's the difference. That's the difference. He got somebody went by him one time. Moraney got hey, by Barco him. Barco had zero crosses. One time. Moraney had the other side. Idiots on TV. No, Barco's like on he the literally stepped so and Rewatch the game and so tracked What about Hindman's a midfielder? Hindman's a midfielder. So Souza. So the, none of those three guys were on the right side. So you didn't see. Mulraney and Lennon were on that right side. On the right side. Well, yes. That's literally on said, TV. And I also said on the left wing as well. On the left wing as well, they sent some crosses back posts that just missed where Kyle lost his runner. And if they connect, you guys are like, there are just two crosses. All it takes is one to connect for it to for it to matter. And he got he got beat inside on a play where Urso or Mendes stopped the guy right in the box. And and yeah, but he happen. also he stopped the only guy that stopped somebody in the box about, was Kyle. I'm talking Smith. about we're spending yes, we're spending as long talking about about stats and whatever um you know whatever. Uh, Twitter, MLS Twitter, you know, recording decided to show. We're taking as much time talking about that than the amount of time I'm talking about Kyle had a bad stretch. I mean, talk about the soft bigotry of low expectations. This is what this is. This is literally what this is. This is what right, this can is. Can we talk uh, about look, the preview? Look, last, we spent more thing, time, we spend more time thing, on Kyle than uh, uh, the, 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 the 20-minute spell he sucked. You one know? last thing. <laughs> I'm going to say this. When, when a play needs to be reviewed, dude, the, the, it doesn't matter what sport, whether you need to see if the ball crossed the goal line, that's uh, what I'm talking about. NFL that's or anything. Uh, just stop there. If you need to I, see I what happens, no does sense. the referee say, let's go to the TV review, or do they say, let's go ask the guy up in the this, seventh this is, second this level is, in, this row, is, in, in row N? <laughs> that's not even, that's apples and oranges. That makes no sense. You, if, you, if, thing, if you need bro. to see if it went out of bounds, if you need to see if you need to see, if you need to see close up, you see close up. If you, if you can see whether, if the camera's focusing on one, matchup it doesn't show whether they're open so if that guy gets open and then the camera doesn't show that he has no options on the other side that's not going to show the context so, of the Eddie, result of the you, play you that's were up on the second level did uh -huh. you see pato i mean i had to ask cleon who was on the other side pato's uh -huh. pk if it was pk or not because i mean we're sitting on the behind the goal on the other uh -huh. side we couldn't really see it but yeah. you were up there so you got the whole view. No, Were you able to see if it would that, be no, there? No, that's, that's where Cleon's uh, special All-22 tape can work because that's when you zoom <laughs> in to close stuff. But if you're looking at someone from one side and you're, you're looking at what options he has, you don't need a narrow view. You need a wide view. It's you just that bro, simple. You cannot there's convince a reason me. You, cannot nobody, convince you. you go to Orlando reason. City game there's and you're watching who, one player out of 22 players on a pitch no, all game long. I'm not you're watching no, one player. No.
that's, that, that's how you would have to convince me that you're only watching Kyle Smith through the that's entire the opposite game. Argument. What happened that, that actually that would actually hurt my argument. That makes no sense whatsoever. The yes, fact it does is, hurt people, your argument. That's what people, I'm trying to say. No, it doesn't. You, you, Bro, you're not, you're not going one guy to the game and watching argument. Kyle Smith all game long. You're no, not. But if he, you're if not, the guy if the guy has the ball in front of him, I can see whether Kyle Smith does it. The reason nobody sits where you two sit to scout a player or to watch a game or to watch film in any no sport one does. You watch ever. Film Nobody TV. watches either one of you. They want to get a bigger view because that's how they view the game. It's not a yes, superior that's seat why you watch the TV It's about a bird's eye view. Yes. No, they that's don't have the TV. They don't watch the They don't watch the TV. So when you go to film reviews, scout watches the TV. Isn't there a film review after the game? Yes, they have different tape. And you guys... You guys, you go to if NFL has mm-hmm. all 22 where they have two views, all 22 means all 22 players. There's a view end zone and there's a view from the middle and that that way they see. In other words, the TV will show that guy looked open and then the all 22 will be like, whoops, there was a safety who was lurking and you didn't see him on the TV view. No one who watches, no one who watches film just watches the MLS and 15 or the whatever Fox. You guys are referring to the television, which today, again, for Inter Miami, could allow, they could not overturn a clear offside because of the TV view you guys are referring to. But, as but they had angles argument. that were straight that, right that's there. Your, that's your TV view. They couldn't get an offside right. No, 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 right. no, no. They Come had on. a camera. They had three camera views. One was right there. Now, is it my fault, VAR? VAR, that's uh, VAR's yeah. fault, correct? That thing was like crooked like this. They couldn't make a line out of that because the All TV right. angle, the TV camera was in the back spot. Just like right, about a 10, 15 minutes. You, play, you, played, good. you played good Saturday, Kyle Smith. You played good, man. Yeah, yes, I think you did, did. overall. You don't, always, you don't always, but Saturday, you played well. That's why he so, wasn't a dud. He wasn't a stud so either, but he when, wasn't a dud. But this, when you're crap, I'm going to call idea, you crap. When you're not crap, I'm going to say you were a crap. You were he, he wasn't, he was he wasn't a dud. He wasn't a dud, but he wasn't a stud either. And uh, uh, he was just – in the second half, he was he was fine. He was he was one of our, our better players for today. I didn't say anything against that. That's a straw man argument. I didn't say he was bad. You said he got killed game. all game. It's not true. I didn't say he got killed all game. That's nothing – that's not true whatsoever. You're just – I think you're just arguing just to make a show. Not, but I never said right. he got killed all game. I said he got killed for 20 minutes. For 20 minutes or so, all right. give or take, he did. He did. He, he was he was being picked on. And, and it, it almost 20 minutes was on this subject. On. Guys, he guys, guys, right, on, but it guys, didn't work. guys, guys, what? guys, we've been 20 minutes on this subject already. Yeah, we, I got, I got, <laughs> we I got, got it. Receipts. We got it. We're at 106. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right. Jeez. Let's talk about the uh, preview for this Friday against Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City coming off a victory over the Red Bulls, two to one. Goals were being scored by uh, a PK in the 59th minute uh, by kind of. Kinda is that their name? Kinda, kinda. That's actually then, his name, bro. Kinda. Yeah, his name's actually kind of. Uh, kinda. Okay. And then Saloy, <laughs> Saloy, who uh, scored a goal in a minute later in the 60th minute. But one thing is certain: the Red Bulls did control a lot of this game, from possession to shots to shots on goals were even. Even uh, fouls were more towards uh, the Red Bulls, but. Red Bulls did make this a, a game, but unfortunately, those two uh, goals back to back hurt the Red Bulls. Guys, what do you think about this week against Sporting Kansas City? Could Orlando come out with the victory, uh, maybe with no Pato and Tesho starting? Cleon. 
I'm worried about I'm worried about the attack with uh if if Pato's not there and if we start Tesho. Um somehow Poppy likes to he, he pulls it out so so um man it's tough. I, I think I think it's gonna end up like a draw or something, man. Honestly. Um low scoring game. That's how he's gonna have to play. If uh that's what we're doing. No more no Mauricio. No Pato, possibly, most likely. So, I mean, it could be – you might have to play ugly. Uh, what's he calling him, a poppy special? Smash and grab? Yep. Yeah, you might have Smash to bunker and, and then bunker and hope for a counter, man. Eddie, what do you yeah, think, think about it's... this uh, preview? Yeah, I think we will see um, no no Pato. No Pato. Um, Pato. This match, yeah, Pato, and uh, we'll see uh, Perea. In that spot, that kind of four three three or whatever it was, um, and then uh, probably Tesho start. I mean, hopefully, if we're gonna do smash and grab counter and throw Benji at the nine, I guess I don't know, but you know, that's me. Uh, I think one to one. That's what I would is, do too. But yeah, one to one is I think the outcome, especially if Polito plays. You know, he was on the bench, I believe. If Polito plays, they're much much better. Russell, I mean, Russell like, was too. Russell was too. Russell's nasty. He always gives us a, a tough mm-hmm. time, a lot. And um, I think we, I think we're gonna just you know you're gonna see. You know, two lines of four, basically, you know, and, and they're tight. And then hope we, we sneak out. And, you know, Nani just came back, too. Maybe he doesn't travel, too. You know, it's a, it's a long season. So it, we could, it could be an interesting lineup on Friday. And I think 1-1 is, uh, is, uh, is, is what I expect uh, to happen. All right, 1-1. Uh, Cleon, what's your score prediction? one nothing, Orlando. one nothing, Orlando. All right. Well, I think, uh, you know, you'll see Polito in there. You'll see Russell. Um, I think um, with Eddie, I don't think Nani or Patu might show up to this game. Uh, and because you'll have Mauricio, Yuri probably will be back. Uh, and Robin, who knows on his status, but he looked pretty okay to me. So did Juan Montino, to be honest with you. So I, I think Juan Montino, in about two to three weeks, he'll be back. But, okay. uh, um, so we don't have to worry about this argument about Kyle Smith anymore. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you guys thought come on uh, Miller should start last year. And so one of you did. And, so. and uh, I actually, <laughs> I see Orlando city losing this game. Uh, I don't, I see sporting Kansas city stronger because you'll have Polito and you'll have uh, Russell in there. So I, I'll go to two, one, uh, sporting Kansas city. Unfortunately, that'll be our first loss. Uh, and, uh, we lose. I can't. We can't predict everyone for Orlando City. We got to be realistic. So this will be a loss, I think, for Orlando City. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad at this point, you know, that uh, these three games don't count for the Open Cup. You know, because uh, do we even know, know if they don't? Oh, I don't know. Well, they, according to uh, U.S. Open and MLS, it is uh, canceled definitely. So no, they said no. They didn't say definitely. They said it could be uh, played later in the year. I'm assuming they would probably come up with something else. Yeah, I would yeah, assume I mean, too, but it's MLS, bro. Yeah, because I would I would have never assumed they were gonna do. Oh, mm-hmm. let's just count the first three games of the year because that's ridiculous. And they did that, so who knows? Uh, uh, like I, I would see nothing more. The only thing more ridiculous than counting the three, the first three games, is postponing it to later in the year and still counting only the first three games. That Could seems be. literally impossible, but it's MLS, and they're yeah, idiots. for real, they're in. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do something like dumb, like most goals at home, so that Miami could get in. 
Probably. <laughs> Just like Atlanta. We'll most like least mass one in Miami. <laughs> most, most scores, most goals scored at home versus LA Galaxy. <laughs> or or uh, or the cheaters with yeah, uh, Matuti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team team furthest away from their most DPs on the team gets in. <laughs> <laughs> team furthest away from their actual namesake. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're doing a new segment uh, starting today. It's called shout out. So anything, okay. anything related from uh, soccer related oh, yeah. anywhere so. from around the world. Give a shout out, Cleon. You could be first. What's your shout out? Oh, I got a shout out. I got a shout out to one of my favorite, one of my favorite all-time Orlando City players, Sasha Kleshton. And everyone knows how big a fan I am of Sasha Kleshton. Always have been. Never said a bad word about this man ever in my life. Never. Sasha, never, never. Never. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sasha Kleshton showed up today for me and buried that at, and buried that old trash into Miami. You're still trash. 24 games in, and you're still trash. Still bottom of the league. Still zero points. Still sitting at the bottom. Still got the second. You might be the worst now. The worst all-time club record in points per game. Into Miami. You're number two. Chivas USA is better than you, buddy. Now, and that was that was a two free goals. I mean, they got an offside goal because yeah. of the amazing TV, the TV, TV camera. And the PK where Pizarro kicked someone else. And he got a PK. <laughs> shout out, Sasha. Shout out. Always lying. I got, build, a, build a statue. There you go. I got a shout out, too. Shout out to Kyle Smith for bouncing back. After that rough spell. <laughs> All right. My shout out goes to Cadez from Nashville SC. Befica uh, player that's on loan to Nashville. Doing good jobs there, along with uh, Mukhtar, who's also a former Befica player. So it looks like Nashville – is the one that's uh, getting all the Benfica players while Orlando City's partnership isn't working out very well. So that was my shout out. <laughs> all right. JJ going to JJ. Yeah. Had to. Sorry. Had to. All right, guys. That's it. Leon, it's that time. I'm, I'm this this one's actually hurting my heart to say. No Pato, my no party. It might not be. Pato! Pato, Orlando City, Vamanos. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully with the full squad here at Orlando Lions. Until next week, see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.